0: Everybody, and welcome to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. What a successful road trip this has been so far. They've taken three of four in San Diego, now head off to Seattle before coming home on Friday night to face the Red Sox. Had to hold on for dear life in the ninth inning. Sweating bullets. I'm still sweating. We'll talk about that next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, <laughs> your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. You are Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Great to have you along here and to start the work week here on a Monday or Sunday night if you're viewing this on YouTube or downloading the podcast because, you know, I can't, couldn't wait to get to this one. As always, especially after a win, a thrilling one nothing win, they held on to knock off San Diego uh, this afternoon. All right, we're going to get to all that and break down the game as much as we can break down a one nothing game, even though it was a you know, the score was minimal. There was a lot to talk about in that game. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. I work for WIBA and Radio in Madison. I'm their morning sports anchor. You can hear me there on 1310 WIBA. Also, I for AP Radio Network, I've been covering them for well over 40 years, Cover them on a national basis as well. But like you, I'm also a fan. You know, I mean, I cover the team, but I also love the Milwaukee Brewers, my favorite team here in the state. It is great talking to you every day after every game, with Brewer Baseball, and I appreciate all the follows. Follow me on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, go to Chuck Freeman. You see the script there, Uh F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. On YouTube, you follow me, and you can hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell there. That'll give you an alert every time that we drop an episode. Follow us on podcast, the audio version, wherever you can. I know a lot of you guys follow us and listen to us on the way to work, or when you get up in the morning, or get getting ready for work, and on your devices at home, that's great. Uh, Wherever it is, I always lay them out for you on Twitter, uh, on many places, and I'm sure there's other places as well that carry it, but whoever it is, keep following us because we appreciate it here. Uh, Chuck Freeman on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM, Ultimate Baseball GM, ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your franchise? Well, then this game is definitely for you. Download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON, that's all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in the game, Ultimate Baseball GM. All right, we'll start with the ninth inning. Wade Miley was the hero of this game, but we're gonna go right to the ninth inning. Now, all day long, I have been sitting at the end of my seat because we've been, as Brewer fans, we've been down this road before, as a Brewer fan, with hoping and praying they're gonna hold on to a one-nothing, two-nothing, two-one, three-two lead heading into the late innings. And the Brewer scored one run early. And then it was up to the bullpen. Wade Miley carrying it up to Peter Strazucki in the eighth. It was great. And then a the ninth inning with Devin Williams. Ninth inning got a little scary. Again, we put these guys, these pitchers in this position by not scoring a lot of runs, but one today against Hugh Darvish. And we're going to get to that. But Devin Williams walks the guy, gives up a base hit. Base is loaded. 3-1 to Trent Grisham. Gets him looking on strike two and strike three. Out of there, Trent Grisham. That, he worries me. Besides Machado in that lineup, Gresham worries me the second most. He had a home run the other night, but getting him on strike three, fantastic. And uh the Brewers celebrated. We all can we all thought that was heading in the wrong direction. It was. Uh, especially when he walked that that second guy of the inning to load the bases up. And then there was a line shot down the left field line um that would have ended the game, just followed by a few feet. But Williams one two three gets his uh, second just the second save of the year. How about it? The Brewers are uh, eleven and five, and they have just two saves from Devin Williams. Just very odd. Eleven and five, and just two saves from Devin Williams, the one of the best closers in baseball. We'd have to say, uh, great closer, um, got the job done. And once again, once again with closers, we're not expecting those guys to come in and go one, two, three, like Hader did today and did the other day. But, I mean, let's face it, we've seen Hader blow up. You're going to have innings like this out of Devin Williams. It's not – these guys aren't magically going to come in and pitch a perfect inning every game. And I think that's the pressure we put on closers sometimes that we expect these guys to come in and just be lights out, one, two, three, get in the car and go home. Not always the case. This is lemonade, by the way. I'm on the back end of a, of being sick. So I'm on the back end, keeping the voice. I feel the voice is coming back. But Williams did his job, and he's got a second save of the year in the most high-leverage spot of the season, holding onto a 1-0 lead on the road in front of 40,000 fans in San Diego. So that was great. Uh, Peter Strezlecki. Thank God it wasn't Matt Bush in the eighth inning. Peter Strezlecki worked an eight-pitch eighth inning. He was wonderful. Wonderful once again, setting up Devin Williams for the ninth inning. Again, putting in Le- Strez- Strezlecki in a high-leverage spot because you only have a 1-0 lead at this point. Uh, Wade Biley, the star of the show. Seven innings, four hits, eight strikeouts on 89 pitches. First inning, didn't look good. You Darvish sets the Brewers down one two three. Uh... Miley gets in a little jam, two guys aboard. Yelich catches that ball, a sinker out in left field that ends the inning. But you know, that, that inning could have changed. The whole game could have changed right there. But Miley got out of it, got out of it, and the high strikeout totals today. The eight of them was uh just great. Um, the Brewers had some offensive chances in this game. We know we had they had a few opportunities, sixth inning, runners on base, Brian Anderson called out on strikes iffy call at the corner, outside corner, and you thought, well, you know, they're on the road. Seems like road teams never get a call like that. Those calls always benefit the home team. Magically, the third or first base umpire, in this case, the first base umpire, oh, he's going to ring him up. He's going to hear that cheer from that home crowd. Amazing how that always works, isn't it? How the home team usually gets that call. Funny how that always happens. Just like the home team in basketball. If that home team is taking, trying to take a charge, automatically, boom! That referee wants to throw that call down, going the other way because he's a, he's got feelings too. You know, they won't call a block there. Um, but yeah, so Brian Anderson, if they could have produced a run there, made things even interesting on the bullpen or easier on the bullpen. But such is life. Brewers ended up holding on and winning a game, one nothing. They won a game as they were talking about on the broadcast last year, one nothing. In Philadelphia, so terrific. Taking 3-4, you dropped 2-3 in Arizona, and now you go to Seattle. And face an 8-8 and team, pretty good team. A team I think is going to compete for a playoff spot this year in the American League. We're going to get to that on the pitching matchups here in a little bit. Uh, Twelve, you Darvish with 12 strikeouts today against Brewer Pitching. Again, we know with the Brewers, there's going to be days where they're going to strike out a lot. But when you can win a game, when Darvish strikes out twelve, that's another bonus. Hey, games like today, where Devin was able to hold on and win one nothing, they're going to lose some. There's going to be some games they're going to lose like this. Okay, you're going to win some games like this during a baseball season. We're going to be sitting here after a game that Devin is not going to be able to close out, or Straslecky blows one in the eighth, or Bush blows one in the eighth like he did the other day, and and there's going to be games where they have a three or four run lead late, and they're going to blow. There's going to be a games where they are down three or four late and come back and win. That's the 162-game grind of baseball. Yeah, if they would have lost this, thing, this game today, might have broken a bobblehead, okay? But those I have to learn that those things happen during the course of a baseball season. I should know that by now. This series of the Padres... It seemed like it was a 25-game series. God, I feel like we've been playing them since day one of the baseball season. I don't even remember the last time the Brewers were. all oh, they were home. I mean they're home last Sunday against St. Louis, but that seems like an eternity ago. I mean, Easter seems like eternity ago. That see that San Diego series took forever. Wow, two blowouts in that series. They got one. We got one. But the bottom line is the Brewers take three of four for a team that I think is going to head towards. Competing for a division title in the National League West. Today's show brought to you in part by Ultimate Baseball GM. We come back, we're going to go through the box score. We're going to go through your tweets as well. And we're going to talk about what it's like. A great day to sit inside and watch a baseball game today, isn't it? Do you ever feel guilty when it's a nice day outside? Sitting inside watching Brewer Baseball. We'll get to that coming up here in a little bit as well. Uh, Ultimate Baseball GM. Um, Major League hosts out there. I am one of them. The company said, hey, why don't you try downloading our game? See what you think. And I downloaded it. It's fantastic. Ultimate Baseball GM. If you ever wanted to be a a baseball GM, this is a game you want to, this is a game you certainly want to get yourself involved with. You hire the right coaches, the staff, you scout the players, you draft players, you manage through difficult personalities, injuries, you navigate through franchise through a season, the ups and downs of an entire season. Pro Baseball GM, this has got to be one of the coolest games I've seen it a long, long time. Download the app, see for yourself, manage your own franchise, download Pro Baseball GM immediately, not now, but after the show, Uh, and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Locked On Brewers listeners will get a 100% free boost to their their franchise when they use the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. That's LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in the game store. Make sure you check it out. Download the game. Visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up in the map scores. App stores, it's all over. Uh, probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your baseball fantasy and your dynasty today. I'm taping this during the Bucks game. A buddy of mine just tweeted me, "Half rear end performance by the Bucks." Now he said something else, but he said disgusting. I can only take it the Bucks did not have a second half comeback today. Here in my studio. Um, so that's ultimate baseball GM. All right, let's go through the box score. Uh, the box score today. You now, not a lot of noise made offensively for either team, but you know, the pitching was certainly great. Christian Yelich took it 0 for 4, his batting average down to a 227. Uh, Willie Adamas took it 0 for, in fact, he had three strikeouts in this game. Rowdy Tellez, who, you know, looked so great earlier in the series, Uh, One for four with two strikeouts. William Contreras took it 0 for four. Almost homered to left center field. Just missed one to left center field late in that game. Garrett Mitchell got back on track offensively, two for three. Brady Anderson continues to struggle, 0 for three. Bryce Terrain got a hit today, one for four. Mike Brasso uh, went 0 for two. And Joey Weimer. Man, I can't even think the last time Joey had a hit. 0 for 3, 188. In fact, uh, Joey, but he's playing some great defense. Playing some great defense out there. Tracking down balls, his arm. Can't take him out of the lineup. He's going to turn it around, but he's got to make some adjustments offensively. Uh, Tyler Korth, great follow on Twitter. Put this on Twitter earlier today, and I thought this was great. Talking about, you know, the young guys we're following throughout the season. So the last seven days, it was, this is prior to today's game, Weimer is 1-for-21, 1-for-21 with nine strikeouts. Oof. Mitchell, 4-for-22 with 12 strikeouts. So that means Mitchell and Weimer are combined 5-for-43 with 21 Ks. Are their 43 at-bats... In the last seven days, of their 43 at-bats, 21 Ks. Half of the time, Mitchell and Weimar are striking out combined. Uh, Terang is 5 for 21, no extra base hits. That's okay. The veterans, though, going into the series prior to today, Yelich was 9 of 21. Most hits in the last seven days on the Brewers. And Rowdy Telez, 8 of 25 for four homers and 10 RBIs. This is a tweet that uh, Tyler Corford, again, a great follow, um, K-O-R-E, K-O-E-R-T-H. Tyler, K-O-E-R-T-H. Great follow. Enjoy following him. So he put that out there today. Let's give you the box score on the pitchers today. Wade Miley, seven innings, four hits, eight Ks on 89 pitches. Peter Strzelecki, we told you about the eight pitches and a clean inning. Devin Williams, two walks, struck out the side, made us worry a little bit, gave a base hit on 33 pitches there in the ninth inning. Thirty-three pitches. You know this game got it. To, you know if you live in Wisconsin, you enjoyed a wonderful last couple of days. Whether you sat outside, I saw some of you guys on Twitter and Facebook sitting outside, <clears throat> watching the game on TV, having yourself some cold ones last night. Saw a guy on Twitter with the bonfire going last night, watching the game. Fant- somewhere up in northern Wisconsin, fantastic. Especially this this early in the year, so some snow up there too. Um, uh, my significant other, Shannon, she was uh, outside um, doing yard work yesterday, and uh, you know I got to watch the game. It's my job, so she says, "Well, come on, let's come outside uh, and sit on the porch, and you know, and and bring the iPad out there while we'll I do the yard work." And I said, "Yeah, that's going to be a real good." Look to the neighbors. Yeah, there's Freeman out there watching the game while his uh, significant other is out there doing all the yard work. So, no. I said, no, that's fine. But I, f- I did feel guilty not doing yard work. I hate doing yard work. But when it's a, a nice day, sometimes I feel guilty when it's a nice day watching a game because you like to be outside. You know, the beautiful days in Wisconsin are so few, so few and far between in our state that you want to be able to go outside and enjoy it. So when I got up today, it was a 50-degree day. Went out. Went out for lunch, got myself a little burger, had a couple of uh, Bloody Marys to start the day, and um, got back home, watched the game, relaxed. It's a dark, dank, rainy day in Wisconsin, just like we all know how it is in April in Wisconsin, and it's going to be cold for the next several days. So, But, um, yeah, sometimes when it's warm outside... I feel guilty thinking I should be outside, although in the last several days I had not been feeling well. That is, uh, that's one of my excuses for staying inside. All right, Jesse Winker. Uh, he did not play today. Oblique tightness. So I was reading some stories about Jesse. I know things did not go well for him in his one year in Seattle, and the Brewers are going out to Seattle tomorrow, and it'll be Winker's return to Seattle for this uh for this three game series. I was reading where uh he was a bad teammate, especially at the end of the season. Players were just so done with him, they wanted him out. Some of them wanted the season to end just because they didn't want to be around Jesse anymore. And things did not go well. At batting average, it was an all around. And then Jesse took I was reading an article by Adam McCalvey today. Uh Adam, another great read um, on brewers.com. Uh, talked to Jesse, and Jesse took ownership of some of that stuff, you know, that things did not go well for him and blamed some of it on himself. You know, those things go two ways, but it was not a good fit and says things are working out here well for him as well. You know, they were losing, it was an up and down season. You just hope, you know, Jesse's so far great teammate, but you know how things are. You go to a new team, things are good. It's the honeymoon period. You're winning. Let's hope that continues throughout the season with Jesse. Yeah, I saw those some of those stories, past stories. And of course, yeah, willing to give the guy a fresh start. It could go bad anywhere. Trust me, we've all been to workplaces where we've worked at a place that has just been awful and had to get out of there and went to a different place. And Yeah. Swam to a different island and it was much better even after the honeymoon period. So let's hope that's the case with Jesse that continues, he continues to like being in Milwaukee because he's an integral part of this team. Uh, Didn't play because of the uh, oblique tightness. Council said after the game today that Jesse's going through, you know, after that bronchitis, there's still some tightness in there and maybe this oblique is, is a result of that. So We'll we'll check it out, and hopefully he gets back and gets in the saddle and is able to play in Seattle. But he's come up with some big hits and a big at bat so far, as we know, for this Brewer team. Uh, No Gus Varlin. They've called up uh, Elvis Paguero, who they obtained from the Angels organization, of course. A hard thrower, 6'5, two seasons with the Angels. The Brewers will use him out of the pen. Um, 13 games last year with the Angels, 17-inning pitch, 17-inning pitch, uh, let's see 6.25 earn run average so not a lot out of him but um yeah Gus Varlan if you saw the game yesterday you saw what happened to Gus Gus took one uh what looked to be off the shoulder it looked like it turned out he got one off the hand so he is going to um uh, got a little contusion there. he's on the 15day uh injured list. To rehab that hand. And hopefully we can get him back soon after that. But yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse for him. Uh, it looked like it was shoulder, like he was hit off of, but and then it hit, ricocheted, hit him off the face. But 15 days to get healthy. And in the meantime, Elvis Perguero is going to be a household name with the Milwaukee Brewers. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. Hey, I want to thank all the everydayers out there. Some of you guys are watching us and listening to us every day, the everydayers on Locked On Podcast Network, watching Lockdown Brewers. We are your team everyday, we're your first listen to everyday. We appreciate that. We have you locked in and loaded first thing in the morning. We drop these usually in the overnight hours or sometimes even before that depending on when the game is played. I like to get this content out to you guys so you have it fresh and ready to go in the morning, just like the old morning loose newspaper used to can come in the morning. You get your morning edition of uh, Lockdown Brewers. Um, Lockdown Brewers is brought to you by SoRare. SoRare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans and owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from all 30 MLB teams. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly, a span of a three or four day cycle. At the end of the game weeks, SoRare MLB managers who rank near top of their leaderboards win a variety of awards like game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and so rare, scarcity cards. The more you win, the more you play, the more you advance, and you can collect all these cards and uh, you move up level, 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 and you can have a chance to winning all these cards. So rare. It's a terrific game. Um, it's a fantasy experience. You own your own fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic awards. Go to so rare.com. Slash locked on. So rare. S O R A R E dot com. Draft your free player cards. Set your lineup. Start competing today to winning epic awards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. All right, Chuck Freeman back here on Locked On Brewers. Thanks for making us again. Locked on Brewers your first listen to every day, everydayers out there. And I hear from you guys every day, and appreciate it. And welcoming all the other first timers out there, just finding us uh, this weekend. Appreciate it. Heard a lot from you. The Mariners are the Brewers' next opponent. The Brewers go in with a record of eleven and five. The Mariners are eight and eight. Eight and eight. Uh, they won their game today over Colorado, one nothing. Um, they got Julio Rodriguez, one of the rising stars for uh, the Mariners. You know, at the top of that. Mariners lineup, he's very, very good. Uh, Jared Kelenic from Waukesha, who had a, one of the longest home runs ever at Wrigley Field. And that says a lot, but he hit won like 480, 480 out to straightaway center field at Wrigley last week. Uh, so he's off to a great start for Seattle. Batting 362, he's got four homers this year. Uh, so those are two of their offensive stars. And The Mariners, as I said earlier in the podcast, they're picked to be one of the best teams in baseball, uh, in the American League, they're gonna they're not gonna win the division, but they're gonna be a strong contender, I think, for a wild card. That's for sure. So, Corbin Burns pitches. Corbin Burns, of course, last Monday was so good for the Brewers, uh, going one hit over seven innings and three hits through eight innings, and in getting his first win of the year after two terrible performances before that. Chris Flexen goes for Seattle. He got roughed up in his last start in Chicago. Lasted less than two-thirds of innings and gave up eight runs. Uh, The Tuesday pitchers, Logan Gilbert for Seattle. He's really, really good. Big kid. Uh, Although his velocity had dipped in one of his starts, Gilbert had. But he got back on track in his last start. Uh, Colin Ray, we saw what he did in his spot start on Thursday, I want to say. Yeah, Thursday against San Diego. And uh, he's going to get another crack at it Tuesday in Seattle. So Ray and Gilbert on Tuesday, and then Wednesday in the afternoon, first two series games are at night games, late night. Yeah, we got to deal with two more late night games, and then a mid-afternoon game on Wednesday, Eric Lauer against Marco Gonzalez. Those are the pitching matchups for Wednesday. Day off Thursday, a much-needed day off for this team. In fact, before they come home, start a long homestand, and they open up with the Boston Red Sox coming up on Friday night. Well, that's going to do it. Again, I appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, watching us here on Lockdown Brewers, whether you watch us on YouTube. Again, when you go to YouTube, hit on the subscribe button, hit that little uh, star over there or whatever it's called, and that's going to alert you to every time we drop an episode, that little button over there, and then you'll know. And then on your podcast, if you have a a button on there, too, that alerts you when We drop an episode. That would be great if you could do that as well. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. We're on all those sites. We're all on on all the major ones and the minor ones as well. We are everywhere, and we are with you every day. So, yep, Brewers won the game, won nothing. They uh, have three more games on this long West Coast road trip. Excuse me. That could have been a disaster. It could have been a disaster in Seattle, uh, in San Diego, Because going out there against a team that was right around the 500 mark and a team that's better than that, the Brewers went out there and took three of four. A little bit of a litmus test for the Brewers early in the season. They've gone through some injuries in this rotation. They've gone through some injuries in their lineup. There's some guys on this team that aren't hitting, that should be hitting. There's some rookies that are going through slumps. Devin went through a little crisis there in the ninth inning. The starting pitching, for the most part, has been really, really good. So there's been a lot of... Ups and downs and things, and guys who are going to get better, and guys who are going to level off a little bit on this team. But when Wade Miley can give you, in that fifth starter spot, another strong start like he did, seven strong San Diego, things are looking up. And, man, can't but get excited about an 11-5 team. And when Devin struck Grisham out there in the ninth inning, who didn't jump out of their seats and go, yes. Yes. On the Seattle, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Chuck Freeman on Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network.